Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, I'm here with David, the man of God, Harris. We had a pretty good show playing some of that old school for you, that Kirk O'Bangs. Here on 88.3, I want to be rich. And the segment we're talking about is getting some of these college athletes rich. As EA Sports College Football is back. And it's it's kind of interesting that it's coming back. I remember because of the because of NIL before the pre-existence, people were saying that EA was making millions of dollars off of college football players. They even though they weren't using their real names and everything like that, um, I guess just the, their likeness and some guys just didn't like that. And I believe then EA have to pay money, David, because of Charles O'Bannon. Yeah, that was that's kind of the forerunner to. Pretty much all the NIL stuff was uh, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, yeah. what can happen is now that EA Sports they've 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 gone in and they've kind of figured this out. For over eleven thousand college football players, Thursday will be the first chance to opt into EA Sports' new football college football game, EA Sports College Football Twenty Five, and get paid for it. EA Sports has finalized its name, image, and likeness plan and will begin the opt-in process. Up to 85 players per school will initially appear on rosters in the game, which comes out this summer. I remember this was a hot, popular game for a long time when EA Sports College football was coming out. You know, it it was like, I can't wait to get, I mean, I worked at Circuit City uh, back in the early 2000s, and, and in August, there was two football games that came out. EA Sports College football, and Madden. Now, I just realized NCAA, some people called it uh. Now, with the C, now I, I don't want to repeat it because some people might say I'm saying the N word, but I'm not. But EA Sports, when it came out, those were the two anticipated games. And usually EA Sports came out about the beginning of August, late July. And then with Madden football. And usually on. NCAA on EA Sports wasn't it the, the person who graduated was the best football player that year before and usually the Heisman Trophy winner or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, the cover athlete usually was the Heisman Trophy winner or like a prolific college college athlete. Yeah, uh, that already left college. Yeah. So here's where here's who here's what the details the deets as my girls basketball players call it. All athletes who, who opt in to have their name, image, and likeness appear will eventually receive $600, plus a copy of the game that typically valued at 70 bucks. 
Athletes would remain in the game for their entire careers but could opt out of future additions if they choose. Athletes who remain in the game for multiple years will be paid annually, and players who transfer will continue to be compensated as long as they are on a roster. To help arrive at the $600 payment, O'Brien, who is Sean O'Brien, said EA Sports looked at deals completed with other sports titles, including the Madden NFL Series, the NHL Series, and the company's soccer game. EA Sports college football deal comes with no exception. Expectation of services provided by the athlete and would be guaranteed regardless of the game's success. Well, they know it's going to be successful because it was successful before they had to shut it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I understand, you know, got to go with the metrics and got to go by based all the other games. Like, the other games, NHL has, you know, multiple leagues in it. Madden is just NFL, unless you're going to put NFL Europe in the other leagues. Like, trying to compare, like, the the pay method to what they do with soccer, EAFC, mm-hmm. like, that, like, people don't realize how many European and international, like, leagues are in that game. Like, so, yes, if they want to do 600 for a ton of players, then, yeah, that, that makes sense. But I, I still think... 600 and a copy for the game. It's like a splash in the bucket. Like, oh, you know, here's some pocket change. Like we were talking about before the show. Like, make, make it a grand. Like, is that $400 going to kill you knowing that, like you said, we've been waiting for this for two decades. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to buy this game. Mostly old heads that remember playing the actual college, you know, the original OG run. But people are going to want to play. And there's also, I don't know if it's in that article uh, about players that don't opt out of the game. So that's a red, that's also a red flag for me. So that's kind of, that could get into a tail end mm-hmm. or tail spin. But yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think six hundred. I see where the payment is going, but $600, I guess that's just, that's not even really, depending where you live, that doesn't even pay enough for your rent. But I get if you put so many, if you think about there's so many college teams, there's so much only money to go around and 85 kids per team. There's so many division one college football teams. I guess EA can only give you $800. I mean, they, they, they could, if they, if they really wanted to, they could give more. How so? I, you know, you, are you in EA sports pocketbook? I mean, if I was, half the games would not be as crappy as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm just even in that retro, like, if they're basing, like, that valuation off of what they played, what they paid for NHL, which I know that new game has a lot of international leagues, both professional and, like, the whole minor league system, and then uh, the soccer one that I mentioned, the AFC, like, those also have, Big rosters because you're going first team, second team. A lot of times you're putting in like the academy players. So they, like, they're, if they're going to buy a mount of uh, people that are on a specific roster, yeah. But then it's it's EA. Like they have enough money that if they were to pay everyone an extra four hundred dollars, would that hurt their bottom line? Like. It it just seems like six and then oh by the way you can play the game mm-hmm. unless 
unless you opt out completely, in which case you can't go into the game even if, if you create your player, like create a player mm-hmm. to go into the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some of that iffiness, though it's kind of, yeah, you get a total of 700 if we're going to include the evaluation of the game, which are they going to make EA uh, college football $70? Probably is there going to be like a deluxe edition at 150? Mm-hmm. Probably is it going to be in terms of gameplay similar to Madden, and people are going to complain about it within the first two or three months? Absolutely. So, like, yes, you have the nostalgia factor, but the reason that I I personally think that the game is kind of hit or miss is. If it's similar to how Madden is right now, and granted, I've I've only played a demo of Madden, so I didn't get the full game experience. But even in that, in that short gameplay, I'm like, hmm, yeah, this is this is not going to go well. Right. And then you have on top of the other factors like the other modes. Are you going to have? Are you going to bring back the Dynasty mode, which everyone played with back in the day, or the Road to the Heisman or Road to Glory, whatever you want to call it? Is that going to be similar to years past? Because that's the those are the two things that people really want to play. Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be like all these other games where you're gearing it towards online mode, mm-hmm. where everyone everything has to be done online? You can get exclusive stuff if you play online versus just playing offline, kind of local local mode. But that's a whole technological conversation. I hope the game plays well. I'm going to buy it just because. I want to get Toledo to a national championship game. <laughs> oh Are you serious? Like you just want to live in that fantasy world? Well, I mean, that's, that was the same two decades ago where we took our favorite college. Well, I mean, mostly not favorite college. We would always take the lowest team, which was always Akron. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we Lord. made them in the, in the, in the dynasties. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the majority of, People did with unless they did either their alma mater or their favorite mm-hmm. local school, like, or, you know, you would take if you had a favorite player. So just kind of going back to the archives, I would either play with Texas because I wanted to play with Vince Young and that whole backfield, or the run CMC and Ar- or uh, DMC with Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like, like there is those kind of things, but again, it's how the game is going to be played, how they're going to market it, mm-hmm. how they're going to gear it in terms of modes. Right. Because that could also be similar to how it was 20 years ago. It makes more people aware of who these players are, and they can now actually with NIL put a name to a face to a school. And who knows? It could attract someone to be like, oh, I want to go to that school because they're successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I do want to get Toledo to a freaking bowl game. Well, they, they did get to the bowl. They got to well now with the change of the landscape. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think the, the UT you, you, video game land? You want to get them to the national championship? But is it ever possible? Well, when I move them to the Big Ten and beat Ohio State every year for six years, so you can move them to the Big. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, I, I do think there's, and I don't, I don't want to get off a subject here, 
But it's going to probably be a lot of monumental changes in, in Toledo. Let's just be honest. They have great facilities for sports. Uh, the question's going to be, could they leave the Mac and go to a different conference? Yeah. And that's the, the million dollar question is, would they go or would the appeal be to stay local or would it be national? Because if it's staying local, you're it's big 10. Mm-hmm. That's, that's natural. You have your rivalry with Michigan, Michigan state, Ohio state, all like Ann Arbor's an hour. Columbus is two. Um, and you can have Indiana. You have Nacho Ivory, or if you don't, if you want to go more national, then you would take the kind of a similar situation to what Cincinnati did, to where they went to the American, which was all over the East Coast and now Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to do you want to open to that national base, get a get a national bigger branding that way, but you lose the geographic rivalry, or do you want to stay closer? You want to keep the regional geographic kind of competition, knowing that if you move to the Big Ten, you're you're already used to the landscape of recruiting within state Ohio State, Michigan, Northwest Ohio. But then, does moving to the Big Ten open you to an even greater footprint in the likes of Florida that we've had for the past decade plus? For the likes of New York, does that open you to getting more of the team of players from? the southern, like where the normal SEC territory outside of Florida, mm-hmm. or even getting into Texas, because now if you move to the Big 12, Dallas, Houston opens up as a whole other can of worms. So I think that that is going to be a monumental question. Do you want to keep your local geographic rivalries? Do you want to move to a conference like the Big 10 that has a local rival "Quote unquote in state, mm-hmm. but is more national expense. Or do you wait to see what other MAC schools do? Mm-hmm. And maybe the MAC joins up with. Um, I'm trying to think of another like G5 conference, like Conference USA, and then that revolves or joins with the Big East and makes that more of a quote unquote football school. Like conference realignment is going to do a lot for the group of fives. Mm-hmm. And I think I know that with Texas Oklahoma moving twenty five, there's a lot of conversation about what the ACC will do with the whole Florida State situation, whether they're going to try and opt out before they're up. So yeah, between the ACC figuring out what they're going to do and teams being poached by the Big Ten and the SEC, mm-hmm. and then we all we've already seen the death of the Pac twelve. But is there a great West Coast conference that um, builds up? So there's, there's a lot of balls that are left to be played. Mm-hmm. I I would want to say that within the next five years, there will be no more Mid-American Conference. You th- like, oh, un- oh. Unless it becomes a super conference. Mm-hmm. And the Mid-American absorbs like the Conference USA, the rest of the American Athletic Conferences, are teams that don't take the plunge or themselves form another kind of conference. That, 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 like I said, I, 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 I kind of agree with you. It's because everything is football driven. And now with EA Sports coming out with this, we all know football 
let's just be honest, football supports a lot of athletic departments. In the, in, in the MAC, you're you're looking around. Toledo usually has one of the better football programs, uh, but then the rest, who can you say is consistently good? Like Toledo. Now that doesn't mean they get to the MAC championship every year. They've been the last what two years. Um, before they did have a drought before 2017, but traditionally, being in the MAC West, they've been the traditionally one or two seed. But look at the, all the other football teams. Kent State's not. Kent State's been historically bad. Akron's been historically bad. Ohio was historically bad until Solich came and kind of resurrected the program. BG is up and down. Uh, Northern Illinois at a time had their cracks at it. Miami won it this year, but but how often has Miami even been really good? Now, as far as the basketball conference, I think really they sold their soul to the devil by going into football and doing the ESPN deal, and I think it hurt it as a basketball conference. But we all, like we said, all we know is that football is runs everything. Does Toledo stick with, like you said, the sinking ship, or do they get out in time? And I and I kind of agree with you as far as the Mac is concerned. You know that football runs it. You guys got some teams that technically should probably be competing in FCS. Yeah, and, and if that happens, where does Toledo? Where does Toledo? Because Toledo's a really decent to well oiled machine FBS football program, just on the small side. But when you're competing in a league where, let's call a spade a spade, 70% of it probably would be better off being in the FCS conference, FCS level and competing against the Daytons of the world. Where does, when does Toledo pull the plug? Yeah, and, and it's a similar question to even thinking kind of about UMass when, <laughs> or even – Kind of how they are. Remember what we said about they, UMass. Well, yeah. We take out the M and explain yeah. their whole football. You ass. And, and to be honest, they weren't very good. And they were supposed to be bigger. They were supposed, their basketball was supposed to join the MAC. And they said, nah, and the MAC was like, well, if you're not going to be all in, we're going to part ways. But the football was just not there and it wasn't even it wasn't even financially feasible to drive go all the way out there to take a plane out there yeah you play in Gillette Stadium ain't no fans there so right now like you said I know we're talking about EA Sports but with all this NIL deal and stuff like that and where we're seeing where in front of our eyes with just the change of the NIL deals will Toledo become sort of like a farm system to the bigger schools Look at the recent transfers. Ray J. Dennis to Baylor. Daquan Finn to Baylor. I've heard they're good friends. Um, Petty Boone just left. How are you the MAC Offensive Player of the Year? You got one more year left, and you just say, I'm out of here. you never seen that happen in years past. So does, does, does Toledo got to kind of, you know, think about where they want to take this sports program to? And as I said before, it's the little engine they could. Is it smaller than the Ohio States and all that? Yeah. But we've seen we can compete on the big stage when we got the talent and we, we do bring in the talent. 
But I think Toledo's got to be very careful starting to become a farm system for some of these bigger schools. And, I, and I'll tell you this, they'll never get in the Big Ten because I've always heard that Ohio State only wants to be the only school in the state of Ohio that's in that conference. That's why Cincinnati's not in it. It makes sense to have Cincinnati in the Big Ten. There's no reason why Cincinnati should be in the Big 12. None. And technically, West Virginia should be in the Big Ten as well, geographically. But we threw that all out the window. I mean, eventually, I I think conferences will be gone, and it'll just be split up in regions anyway. Yeah, and and I think kind of to the Ohio State Big Ten point, I think with NIL, and I I honestly think that they they've gotten too power too power inflated. Do I think? a commissioner might be able to come in and say, yes, we understand your rivalry with Michigan, but we can get more money if we get another team in the state. Now, granted, out of the FCS schools outside of Cincinnati, which is, they're good in football, yes, but mostly they're a basketball school. Mm-hmm. Toledo would be the, the best fit. Right. Um, but, again, it's for, for the Rockets AD, do you want to be a big fish in a small pond? Or do you want to be a medium fish in a medium pond with a lot better competition across the board? Right. And that, that's going to be the situation. Or is it going to be a case like the Big East where it just turns into a basketball dynamic conference in you know, Power 5, Group of 5, and then the football just falls off the cliff? Well, right. Or, and, the, and the Big East, learn, and you learn a lesson from the Big East and the Big East documentaries, it was a great basketball conference, but it kind of messed up the basketball conference in a sense because they sold their soul for football. And then eventually people just left. And you're right. It kind of put the Big East in peril. You know, most of those football schools went to the ACC. Well, all the football schools, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, Miami, then, yeah, Boston well, College, Syracuse. Pitt, Virginia Tech. Right. And, but then Maryland went to the Big Ten. So, I mean, like I said, money, 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 money. But, like I said, uh, Toledo has great facilities. You've got Savage Arena, you got the Glass Bowl, you got the Fetterman. Uh, I do believe Carter Field eventually will be built someday in the future. Um, and I'm sure that they'll pour money into Scott Park campus to make that more. Well, Carter Field is supposed to be coming back on main main campus. That's what I talked about, Carter Field. They're not Carter Field is going to be a softball baseball complex. That was what they were hopefully looking for. Now I will say they turned Rocky's locker into a media room, which is you know high tech. So Toledo's got his kind of bells and whistles for for like I said, being a mid major school, and it's possible I think for mid majors to survive in the smaller sports. So you you could be in the MAC for basketball. But do you put your football program in the FCS? I don't really think that's fair to Toledo football. I think it, 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 we're still bringing in some blue chippers, and we have that history. I, don't, I, I think if we were a Kent State or an Akron, I would say, hey, we're going to be D1 in football. I mean, D1 in basketball. Keep this MAC conference because it's competitive because the Rockets just lost the other night to Bowling Green. The men did. Knocked them out of a tie for first place. But for football, I think maybe we need to kind of go somewhere we're a little more competitive. But I, I think Toledo has shown that they can play on the big stage. Yeah, and we can we can play with anyone. And we we I mean we've seen it even this past year. We can play with the Big Ten teams. 
uh, not to go back to the archives, you know, unless they screw us over, but, you know. Right. So, yeah, like, Toledo, Toledo will be in a prominent conference. Not saying that the Mac is not prominent, but, you know, within, you know, within the next five years, there's going to be a massive conference realignment shakeup, and I see the Rockets. Unless the MAC becomes that big conference like the American tried to be or like the Big East tried to expand its its reach, I, I think the Rockets are going to be on the move. You, you think so? Well, it could be. Or, like I said, no longer the MAC, and really they're going to be forced to do that. Well, David, yeah, what did you say? Yeah, and they just changed the name, changing yeah, branding for the MAC to whatever. Or maybe... No, this will never happen. I always thought about this. The Mac joins the Big Ten and they become the Big Mac Conference. (laughs) (laughs) Or joins the American and just calls it the American Conference. Right. Just forget the athletic in the middle. Right. The American Conference. The AC. Right. David, what you got planned for the weekend? Uh, Just college basketball on the tube. Get ready. Mock drafts are coming up as NFL draft is right around the corner. Uh, HBCU Classic. Going to watch a little bit of that. Do some scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just enjoy and try to enjoy the weekend as best as I can. By the way, WXT Sports, Logan and them are going to the Combine, as we like to call the Underwear Bowl. Yeah, hopefully they can get some insider tips and tips for that, those segments, mock drafts. See who they like, who's rising, who's climbing, who's falling, and who's just going to be that next Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, that's true. Uh, have fun with that. David, as always, good stuff. All right. As always, same here. Yeah, we'll same see, here. See you next week as Frank will be back next week. All right. Sounds good. See you next week. Yep. That was David, the man of God, Harris here on 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, as I mentioned before, Logan and the boys are going over to the uh, NFL Combine, they'll have fun doing that. I never got to go to the NFL Combine. That sounds like really interesting. Uh, David Amanda got Harrison. Frank will be back next week. Oh, Frankie baby. Uh, make sure you always check us out on 88.3 WHT live, usually noon to two. And then we have our segments on SoundCloud and iTunes WHT's after further review with a picture of Frank Vashner and the horse's head. Make sure you go to Facebook page to see our live feed as well. WHT after further review sports. Frank and David. Coming up next, Rocket Women's Basketball at the top of the hour, actually in one minute. We'll see you when you see you. Peace. We're out. WHT's at the further review.